Hey guys, it's Keely with the Get Online and Get Busy podcast. Welcome, welcome. It has been a very, very hot day here in Mexico. We went in, out and had menudo this morning. And I'm going to tell you guys what menudo is, but it's not what you expect. <laughs> or it's exactly what you expect if you've um, ever been a part of the Mexican culture or like Mexican food, like hardcore Mexican food. But other than telling you guys about my menudo adventure, I want to give you guys five life lessons that I've learned this year that have really transformed my life because I am in a completely different place than I was a year, like completely different place than I was a year ago. And I want to show you guys these lessons that I learned along the way. So if you're currently stuck and you're wanting to get somewhere, but you kind of just keep hitting that uh, like brick wall, I want to give you these little tips that will help you, um, you know, tear down that brick wall or essentially go around it, which is the easiest thing. So let's cue up the intro and we'll get started. The big question is this, how do we get our business to stand out online without breaking the bank? We are the entrepreneurs. We dared to be different when we decided to start our own business. Our friends and family called us crazy risk takers and rebels but we are on a mission to create a business with massive impact and in the process, create a legacy. How do we generate leads and sales while we sleep without spending time and money on strategies that don't work so we can live the freedom lifestyle of being an online entrepreneur? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Keely Stwicky and welcome to the Get Online and Get Busy podcast. So first off, I'm going to tell you about my menudo adventure. If you guys don't know what menudo is, it's, a, it's basically the cow's stomach. It's a, like a soup like or like a stew. And so they take the cow's stomach, they clean it really, really well, and then they boil it for a while or like cook it and they put it in this, uh, it's like red chili seasoning and it has corn, but it's not the corn we're used to. It's like this puffed corn and then it's the cow's foot. And it sounds absolutely disgusting, but it's actually freaking amazing. It was, I had the best menudo I've ever had. I've had it once before, um, but this was so good. So we went to somebody's house and here in Mexico, you can basically start a restaurant in your house. And so this was someone's house. They make this in big vats and then they had their porch, which was the like restaurant experience. So it was really, really fun and really amazing. And I'm absolutely loving the food here. Once you've come to Mexico and actually eaten authentic Mexican food, you will never be satisfied at an American Mexican restaurant. Um, But coming here to Mexico is really a dream come true. And funny enough, it would have never been on my vision board a year ago. It's just kind of through the evolution of my life this last year, it's really just become like, I know I'm in the right place now but it's, it's taken me a long time to get there. So I'm gonna share with you guys the top five lessons that I've learned along the way and what they mean to me because I heard people saying them, but I didn't understand as I was going through like this vortex of change until I've come out the other side. So the first one is don't be perfect. And growing up, especially as a teenager, I was very self-conscious about, you know, what I said, how I looked. I mean, I obsessed over my eyebrows and what I was wearing. And I, I took other people's opinion very, very personally. So I was always 
seeking validation and seeking um, approval of other people. And this was something I really struggled with, but I had such a passion for horses um, in the show ring. It really, I, I would obsess over it and I would work so hard. And it, while it did uh, get me where I w wanted to go, it was very stressful. I suffered from anxiety. I was on medication for it just because I was always worried about that validation and trying to make things perfect. In this last year, I've learned to just be myself and not worry about trying to make all the little details work. And so in doing that, I've been able to create massive and perfect action and things. So when I in my business when I post content or when I put things out there, I don't stress over every little detail because time is money. And the more I stress over those little things and get anxious, it really affects my health and my performance and my ability to move forward. So don't be perfect, just take massive and perfect action because it's gonna take time to learn things, to evolve, to get better. And the only way you get better is through practice especially for a kinesthetic person like myself, I have to go out and do it and I have to practice and put the time in. The second thing is do scary things that excite you. Um, so many times I meet, especially through closing my vintage brick and mortar store, I was, I just was telling you, like, well, what are you gonna do next? You're not gonna have a store. Like, are you gonna get a job? Like, where are you gonna go? And I would just say, I was like, I'm moving to Mexico for the winter. And like the look on their face was like pure fear. And to me, the idea of coming here was so exciting because, you know, growing up, I had heard all these really negative things about Mexico. I was like, oh, you're going to get abducted. Oh, you're going to get food poisoning. Don't drink the water. Like, blah, 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 all these things. And it wasn't until I looked into YouTube and started reading blogs about how, especially as a single woman, like, going to Mexico seemed very daunting. But when I started looking at the blogs and the, the video vlogs on YouTube, I started to realize that there were other women that were doing this and they were sharing their stories and having an amazing time. And I was like, you know, this is exciting. I'm not going to buy into everybody else's fear. I'm not going to carry their fear around and I'm going to do it. And it has been absolutely the most amazing experience. Even during this pandemic, it's absolutely amazing. And I couldn't imagine being in a better place right now. Um, so do scary things that excite you because they also help you grow. Like when I first got here, the first four days here, I was freaking terrified. I was terrified. I was like, I don't know how to speak the language. What have I got myself into? My Spanish isn't as good as I thought. Like it's so hot and humid here. I'm just, I'm just going to get back on the plane. Like what did I get myself into? And I'm so glad I pushed through that fear and that anxiety and stayed because I'm now having the, it only took about five, six days. And then I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, but do those scary things that excite you because they help you grow. Like now that I went through that, I know that if I'm uncomfortable in a situation, just wait a little longer and you'll, you're bursting through that outer bubble of your comfort zone. And then you're in a new comfort zone. You're like, wow, this feels like home now. So number three is don't be boring. Um, if you have a business, you are the business and people be attracted to you and what you have to say and your own flair on things. Recently, I've seen a lot of people on social media saying, oh, this person copied my, my, my post and this person's copying my course. But in reality, people can copy things all they want and nothing truly is original anymore. Unless you're like Elon Musk and you're like inventing spaceships and stuff <laughs> and spaceship cars. But truly nothing's original. Like there's not that many original ideas. So what makes it unique is you and the spin that you put on it and your voice and your face and what you wear and all those things make it more unique. So don't be boring and try to copy people. 
Okay, well, sorry for that awkward edit there. When I went to edit this uh, episode this morning, I noticed that there was a lot of background noise because the taxi driver was here and Frank Kelsey was like, hey, we gotta go, so finish up. So the edit just ended up weird. So we're on number four and I'm going to finish up the last two of these right now. Um, we were heading to the beach to go uh, walk at sunset, which is like our favorite thing, but we wanted to go to a beach that's about a 10, 15 minute taxi drive away. Um, so I was in a little bit of a rush when I tried to do this, but isn't that life? Anyway, let's go over this again. <laughs> so number four, we we're on number four, which is focus. And this one's really, really important. My friend Kelsey and I, we were having a conversation about this just yesterday and how really like the new currency is focus because they say now that people have an attention span of like seven seconds and a goldfish has an attention span of 13 seconds. I may have that backwards. It may be that people have a 13 second attention span and a goldfish has seven, but anyway, it's still not very long because of our phones, right? I remember being in middle school and I had my first like super cool flip phone and I could do like the T9 texting, but you know what that phone didn't have that our phones do have now? All the other things, the all the other, the social apps, like all we could do with those texts and take pictures, right? Like now we have the internet, we have Facebook, we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have our email on our phone. Like literally we grab our phone like every 30 seconds. I mean, Kelsey has a 12 hour a day, 12 hour a day? Yeah, it's like seven to 12 hours a day screen time on her phone. I'm averaging about three to four hours. That's because I don't touch my phone unless I'm using it for a task for my business or I'm in downtime and I'm like going through the Facebook groups or um, sending message, follow-up messages or something in downtime. But I have gotten really good about putting my phone away and forgetting about it because it truly becomes an addiction. And so we sit down to do something that may be a little bit difficult for us. And so what do we do? We look for distractions. And so we're like, oh, maybe there's some, you know, that little um, dopamine hit of like, oh, somebody messaged me. Oh, my Tinder profile is going off if you're one of those uh, dating app people. Like I've been there, I understand the feeling, I understand the excitement of like seeing your phone light up, that someone like something to distract me. But really, if you can learn to block out time and focus, you're going to do so much better and be so much more successful and get closer to what you want. And you're going to feel better because there's this thing, this like social media fog that happens, like this image brain overload when you're on social media too much. It can also be really detrimental to your confidence because you'll see everybody else doing really, really well. And then you're like, well, why aren't I doing, why am I not doing well? Like what's happening? And that's because you're just wasting too much time and you're not focusing. And trust me, in the past, I was always like, why is, why are these people being more successful than me? And it was because I, my attention was drawn to too many things. So try to cut some of those distractions, which will go into number five, the, the next piece of the five lessons I've learned. But really, you know, learn how to focus on one task at a time, block out like 50 minutes and then step away for like 10, 15 minutes and then block out another 50 minutes for next task. And that's really the most optimal way to get a lot of work done with some extreme focus. 
Okay, number five. This is the hard. This was has been the hardest one to for me to have grasped this year, and it's also the one that was instrumental in getting where I wanted to go, where I, where you know, following my dreams and getting back on path, um, which is letting go. And you know, we hear this a lot when we you know break up in a relationship and your girlfriends or your guy friends are telling you oh you just have to let go like he's moved on she's moved on like you gotta move on let go all those things um you could also hear it when like loss of a loved one or a pet you have to like let go like that kind of thing but to me it wasn't so much in in that sense it was more like let go to create space um because with having a brick and mortar business, with trying to run another coaching business online, with, you know, managing just a lot of other drama in my life on top of owning a commercial building and being a, you know, a single girl in her like late 20s, it was just a lot for me. It was a lot of things to think about that was taking up space in my head. It wasn't amounting to any freedom or, you know, exceptional amount of income. It was just, you know, really heavy and taking up a lot of space in my life. But it was also what made me really cool, right? It gave me like an identity to be like, oh yeah, I haven't even been, I'm not even 30 yet. And I own like a 5,000 square foot commercial building in Hood River, Oregon. And I own a vintage shop and I like manage an employee and, you know, look at how cool I am. Because it made me feel cool. I was just like, felt so successful because of my business and my real estate and that I had once had a sawmilling business and like all this stuff and really my it was weighing me down so much because really what I want to do was travel more and experience new exciting things and go speak on stages and develop this big marketing program and like I had all these these big things I wanted to do and so I kept starting them and trying to start them and start on this big dream but I kept getting pulled back to the old life because these things were so heavy. And so at one point I put on my phone, um, I used to put these affirmations in my schedule so they'd pop up on my screen every couple hours. Um, and the one that went off at eight o'clock every morning was let go of the things that are weighing you down. Um, it was like a Buddhist mantra. I may be saying it wrong, but it was like, and oh, in order to fly, let go of the things that are weighing you down. And I looked at it every morning and I kept being like, well, what am I supposed to let go of? I'm supposed to create, you know, seven streams of income and this vintage store is one of them and this commercial building is one of them. But why am I still not able to have enough time for this other stuff? Like, why, why, why? And really it was just because, you know, I had done it wrong. I had just, I had done it wrong. I didn't have, you know, enough support and enough time enough money behind me to support something like that like the first thing is to build the marketing business and then have the money to back an investment like that but because of the split up I, I wasn't like I was having a hard time letting go of that because if we had stayed in that relationship I would have probably been able to manage it all but my life would have been miserable because of my relationship so I had let go of the first piece which was getting out of the relationship and breaking off from the solving business, but I hadn't let go of the second part. And I didn't realize I was gonna have to let go of it until, you know, <laughs> until this year. I finally was like, okay, it feels like the right time to let go of this. And COVID really helped me that with that. <clears throat> I know co this COVID era has been really, 
difficult for a lot of people and trust me it's been probably one of the most difficult years of my life but I also thank this period of time because it's allowed me to really sit with everything and decide you know how how to take action on these lessons that I was learning this last year so to recap um, don't be perfect so make sure you're not getting stuck on like the little details and being like oh people aren't gonna like me if i don't have my hair perfect or i don't put this email out perfectly or if i have any typos or this isn't you know the social media post image isn't perfect just put it out there take massive imperfect action and just start making things happen and yeah you're gonna get some some lashback like i those this morning I put out a post in one of the Facebook groups and I immediately had someone arguing with me about my my the idea behind the post and I had good comments but this one person kind of ruined my day for about 20 minutes <laughs> no I'm kidding but it, it got me thinking about like oh well am I saying the right things because it resonated with some but not the other but you have to realize it's not going to resonate with everybody and that's okay so don't get stuck on being perfect because you're not gonna make everybody happy anyway um, do scary things that excite you is number two. Number three, don't be boring. Be yourself because yourself is what's going to attract people towards you um, because you can help them with your own story, your own message, your own ideas. Um, don't try to copy other people because you're not being authentic to yourself and people will see past that. Um, focus because we're, we're getting to have tension spans of goldfish and if you can focus, you're going to get far you're going to head far faster than anyone else because of the skill. Um, number five is let go and make space in your life, which you will not understand how to do that until you've already done it, which is a very interesting thing. But anyway, much love you guys. I am off. Um, I've got some fix your funnel audits today and some podcast, some podcast interviews for this episode. So I'm really excited to be posting some of those interviews with other business owners that have gotten their businesses online and we'll be sharing some of their success stories and their how-tos um, here in the next few days, as well as you'll we'll be hearing more life lessons from Mexico and some marketing insight from me. So look forward to that. And with that, goodbye guys, and I'll talk to you later. Is your funnel broken or is it taking forever to actually finish it? The magic of a funnel is that it automates the customer journey to bring in leads and sales while you sleep. As a certified master marketer, I am here to help. Book a free Fix Your Funnel audit to learn why your funnel isn't working or get help with the next steps to actually launch a funnel for your business. Go to rebelfunnels.com to schedule your audit. And I look forward to nerding out with you about funnels.